Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Luke Combs and a big surprise from John Party. excited to kick things off this week with a really incredible story about the Love Rising concert that took place this week. It featured so many incredible artists such as Jason Isbell, Cheryl Crow, Marin Morris, and the concert was to speak up in support of Tennessee's LGBTQ community The benefit concert was for Tennessee Equality Project, Inclusion Tennessee, Out Memphis, and the Tennessee Pride Chamber in partnership with the Looking Out Foundation. Now, the show took place at Bridgestone Arena, but it also was live-streamed. I watched the entire thing on your behalf, so if you didn't get a chance to check it out, you can check out some of the footage from that up on Marin's Girls on Instagram. There were just so many incredible performances. Honestly, there were so many incredible performances. I don't even think I could truly get through one podcast episode, but I will run you through some really hard-hitting ones for me. First up early on in the show was Cheryl Crow, who obviously is an absolute legend. She sang her song, Every Day is a Winding Road, and I'm not going to lie, it got me a little emotional. She gave an incredible speech, which again, you can see up on Marin's Girls on Instagram. But beyond that, just made me go back to when I was a young child and I bought her album and I listened to it obsessively on my bedroom floor, just obsessing over the lyrics and just really learning what a role model was and how much of a hero she was to me and getting to see this song performed for such an incredible cause it just made me emotional it's really cool when you get to see your idols still maintain that magic of when you saw them when you were younger and for me it was just super emotional and incredible Another really beautiful performance came from Haley Williams, who was supported by an incredible artist, Becca Mankari, and the Rainbow Coalition Band. She sang Deanna Carter's Did I Shave My Legs for This and turned it into a riotous, playful old to drag queens with her best friend, Brian O'Connor, who was dressed in drag and backed her up on vocals. It was just so powerful, and there were so many incredible stories And you all know I'm a huge Marin fan, but definitely one of the most powerful performances of the night came from her and the high women, Allison Russell, Joy Aladakun, and Amanda Shires. They all paired up to sing Crowded Table. That song always makes me want to cry. And then she came back out for the middle and also better than we found it. And she gave this incredible speech 
and talked about how she introduced her son to some of the drag queens who were at the show, and it was just really powerful. It was an incredible show, and there were so many incredible artists there, including one of my favorite girls and trans artists, Maya Byrne, and she just gave also another incredible speech about how the LGBTQ plus community is not going to be put in a cage and they will be heard. The incredible show ended with the whole cast singing a couple of old dance favorites in Shaka Khan's I'm Every Woman, which was led by the incredible Yola and Sister Sledge's We Are Family. It literally was the most spectacular form of allyship and so incredible to watch and before i move on to the rest of the news for you today notably missed from this event was brothers osborne but it was for an incredible reason john osborne's wife lucy silvis went into labor the day of the show so they had to bow out but they successfully delivered two healthy babies and we here at acn are sending them a huge congratulations i am very excited to announce that i have an acn exclusive for you we got the chance to premiere Liddy Clark's newest single, Till the Sun Breaks the Dawn, and it is literally to die for. This is definitely a must-listen for the week. She takes after incredible artists like Zach Bryan in the sense of vulnerable songwriting. She is an absolute dynamo, and this song is incredible. She wrote it after finishing Berkeley Summer Program with some friends in Boston, and she realized that this was the last time they were all going to be together, and they'd gotten so close, so she decided to get very sentimental and write this incredible track. She is definitely a future rising star, and she has massed already an incredible fan base across social media, including over 200k on everybody musicians go to platform, TikTok. I know I love TikTok. I have found so many incredible artists through that app. So make sure you follow her on socials and check out the rest of her catalog. She is definitely an artist to watch out for. I have some very exciting touring news. John Party announced a world tour and is bringing along some really famous friends, including Midlin, Jackson Dean, Randall King, and Ella Langley. This is going to be one hot ticket, and I'm pretty sure that these shows are all going to sell out. Tickets for that go on sale Friday, March 24th at 10 a.m. local time on LiveNation.com or through JohnParty.com. So, Make sure you check that out. There's some really amazing VIP experiences as well. And that'll be kicking off Friday, August 25th in Ireland and ending Saturday, December 9th in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've got more exciting baby news for you. Luke Combs and his wife, Nicole, announced baby boy number two is arriving this September. And the announcement is absolutely adorable. So make sure you head over to his socials now to check that one out. 
And keeping on the baby news, Scotty McCreary's baby, Avery, is officially on the road with him. And you can check out all the footage from that up on allcountrynews.com or head over to his socials now. Another exciting touring announcement for you all is the fact that Megan Maroney, not only did she just announce that her debut album, Lucky, will be coming out May 5th, but she will be pairing that with the Lucky Tour. That'll kick off this September in New York City and end in December in Atlanta, Georgia. I absolutely adore her. I think she is incredible. She's definitely going to be huge. Between her vocals and songwriting and just... Honestly, her star appeal, I don't see her not being the next big thing. If you are a country fan and you are on socials, you have definitely seen her everywhere recently. And I just love the name of this album and the aesthetic that they're doing. Stay tuned for more details on that because you know we will break it all down for you. The ACN team had an absolute blast at Country Radio Seminar, and we were lucky enough to get some of our favorite artists take pictures with their very own Good Sentiments candles. You can check out all the candles on shopgoodsentiments.com, and $5 from every purchase goes to the artist charity of choice. So not only is it an amazing gift for someone else or maybe yourself, but you'll also be giving back in the process. We've got some exciting upcoming releases to talk about. First up, Riley Green and Luke Combs are finally collaborating, this time on a reimagined look on an old tune. And that was announced at CRS. And Green told the crowd that his 2019 hit, Different Round Here, which was the title track to his debut studio album, was coming back with a fresh look. And that fresh look comes with a big name, Mr. Luke Combs, who's confirmed to be on the track. And lucky for us, we won't have to wait that long because it is coming out May 11th. I, for one, cannot wait. We all know anything these two touch turns to gold. Another exciting release announcement comes from chart topper Jelly Roll, who just announced his new personal album is due out June 2nd. It's titled Witsit Chapel and is named after the church he grew up attending. The full-length album features 13 tracks, including his current single, Need a Favor. I know all of us here are big Jelly Roll fans, and I cannot wait to hear more about it. And now it's time we dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. First up, we have to talk about country superstar Luke Combs, who released a new fan favorite, Five Leaf Clover. You can check out a sneak peek up on his socials of him performing it, but it's a great song. It's about how lucky he feels he is in life and how he doesn't know it happened. It's just such a great song. And again, it's always a 10 out of 10 from this guy. Aaron Kinsey released a new powerful and very personal song titled Always Never. And this girl has such an incredible voice. I personally think it is extremely unique from what we are hearing from not just women in country music, but honestly of any genre. Really incredible vocals on this one. And it's a really great track about how 
like you were destined to not be with someone. Like it was always going to be like never ever after. And I absolutely love this one. Another great up and coming artist to keep your eyes on. Yellowstone star Luke Grimes is back with another song and this time it pays homage to his home and gritty new single titled Oh Ohio and I mean I feel like he could literally sing the alphabet and I would think it was the best thing I've ever heard. I am such a fan of him not as just an actor but as an artist. It's been really cool to get to watch him go through this recording process and now we're getting more music and he really is an incredible artist. I'm so excited that he chose the country genre and this song is absolutely fantastic. It was written with Jesse Alexander and John Randall and produced by one of my faves, Dave Cobb. It's an incredible song about going back home and realizing that this place isn't home for you anymore and it'll always be a part of you but it's just changed and I think it's an incredible look into what his debut album is going to be and I cannot wait to hear it. Matt Coziel and Drake White team up for some country soul magic in work all day and this track really just floored me the vocals on it, the way it was produced. When I say this is soulful, I mean, it is really bringing that element in. Just totally insane. And it's all about the working man, which I can appreciate because I am a working woman. And I just love this one. It is fun. It has a great sound. And this is one that I could totally see the entire audience freaking out over at a show. So definitely add this one to your weekly playlist. Jake Worthington has released two really incredible tracks this week. They are both super classic country to me, and that is just his vibe, and I am absolutely here for it. Both of these are honky-tonk worthy. The first track he released is The State You Left Me In. This is a tender breakup tune that you will want to listen to even if you aren't going through a breakup right now and next new thing which is the song you want to listen to when you're ready to go to the honky tonk and get over your troubles both really incredible and a really awesome sneak peek into his upcoming album which is self-titled and comes out on april 7th named banjo released a new tune titled whiskey dreams and this song gives me total like early 2000s indie band kind of vibes but obviously with a country twist and i am absolutely here for it i want all country music to have banjos in it and we definitely have that one coming front and center and i just adore it. I had never listened to these guys before, which is another incredible reason why I love this podcast. I get to discover so many new artists and bands, and these guys are a new favorite of mine, and I know they will be for you too, so make sure you check them out. Eric Burgett released his new EP, Hey Maker, and it is full of really fun, uplifting tracks. 
If I had to pick a favorite for you to listen to, though, I really love Sometimes Late at Night. And I'll throw another favorite in, Angel to Save Me. Make sure you check it out. Another great listen for this week. Saya and the Bonnevilles shared their love letter to Tennessee in a new tune, Tennessee song. And just so happens to be our artist of the week. And I am such a fan. I got to see Josiah back in 2011 open for an incredible artist named Tyler Hilton. If you haven't checked him out yet, make sure you do. But also, make sure you check out Josiah. Absolutely unreal. Going to be literally blowing up the whole industry. So talented. Tia McGrath brings back that traditional Americana sound in her new tune, Sometimes Loves Like That. Another incredible Canadian artist. I don't know what is in the water up there, but I would love to have some of it. Really great classic country tune all about how sometimes love isn't all rainbows and butterflies. Definitely check this one out. And last but certainly never least, Warren Ziders released a new tune all about toxic love in Pretty Little Poison. This also just so happens to be our video of the week. Video of the week. This video is so good. I love the cinematography. Everything has a really like dark night kind of like EDM color vibe to it. And I just love the story in it. And I really don't want to say anymore because I truly don't want to give too much away. It really is that good. And another incredible release. So make sure you check this out. You're going to want to have this one on repeat and watch this video on repeat. This week, we are very lucky to have two incredible guests, Neon Union, who sat down with our very own Bobby Dixon to talk all things music and what's coming up for them this new year. Check it all out here now. Great. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited. You guys are going to be on uh, included in probably my favorite episode we've ever done. It's all about people you need to know in country music. So I'm super excited. You're going to be on there with like Cameron Marlowe, Travis Denning, uh, and Dalton Dover. So super excited to have you guys on there as well. So I figured we'll kick it way back. Talk to me about growing up. Obviously, you guys grew up in separate households. But was music really big in both of your households individually? Most definitely. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah. I'll let you start. Uh, we, uh, my family's from Rural Town, Honduras. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I grew up in Miami. Okay. And um, yeah, we grew up on a lot of country music and reggae. And like that island where I'm from is like the biggest thing is classic country and reggae music. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but that's, yeah. And then in Miami, I grew up with a lot of you know, there's a big melting pot. There's a lot of Spanish music. You know, you got the Cubans, Venezuelans, all kinds of people, everybody together. And, you know, I grew up with a bunch of music, but I started off on country music. That's how I learned how to play the guitar. And my dad plays guitar as well, yeah. He taught me. I love that. I wish I could play guitar. Uh, my parents gave me an instrument and then promptly took it away because I wasn't very good. <laughs> well, you could be like me where my dad just tried so hard for two or three years not to buy an electric guitar because he knew that that meant really loud screaming guitar <laughs> in the back. And his thing was, until you can play the acoustic, you don't need an electric. But 
my grandpa finally bought me an electric guitar when I was in middle school. And uh, that led to me learning all the rock and roll, ACDC stuff. And then I always was a country fan. I grew up, you know, my dad had me on all the old Hank Jr. and Alan Jackson and all that. And uh, He's over here somewhere. My Alan vinyl's over here somewhere. We're redoing our house. So I love that you said Alan. Oh, yeah. Alan was a big one for me growing up. Yeah. So for me, it was George Jones. That's, <sighs> he was the king. Yeah. The possum. The possum. The possum. Awesome. My, my mom gave me a little different side with uh, all the James Taylors of the world and stuff like that. And that really got me into the more singer songwriter stuff. And then the Avett brothers was a big influence for me. Um, being from the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina, that folk bluegrass stuff is really what got me writing a lot of music. Awesome. Well, it's so funny. I love that you guys are called Neon Union because what a union you are. So <laughs> how how did you guys find each other? You know, I mean, you were in Miami. You were stuck somewhere in the Blue Ridge Mountains without an electric guitar. How did you guys find each other? Yeah, uh, it was a long, long journey for us to come together in different paths. Uh, I had moved to Nashville already once. I went to Belmont for a year, but... I did four colleges in five years. That's a whole other story. And <laughs> then I wound up, when I graduated from NC State, uh, I was like, I'm not done with Nashville, and I wanted to come back. So I had a job interview out here, and I met Jimmy Allen on an elevator at the Cambria Hotel. And then about six months later, after I had moved to town, I was playing Whiskey Jam. I ran into Jimmy again. I'm like, dude, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah. And when I got done playing, he's like, let me get your phone number. I want to work with you. About two weeks later, he called me up. You ever thought about being in a duo? I'm like, no. And then he introduced me to Leah. Yeah. Oh, I my God. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's the magic man. I met Jimmy in Miami. He was uh, recording with Pitbull. Yep. Yeah. So I worked with Pitbull for 12 years playing the bass guitar. And I was his musical director as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, my uh, God. Yeah. And Pitt, like, he knew he knew I was into country because I was that guy in the back of the bus always listening to, to country music. Yeah. <laughs> So um, he hooked me up with Jimmy, and then me and Jimmy met in the studio in Miami, and I showed him a couple of my songs. He recorded a couple of them and put it on his gold album that he did. Yeah, yeah. and then um, he called me two weeks later. Hey, you ever thought about being in a duo? <laughs> I got this big old redheaded guy, <laughs> and you got to meet. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I mean, if it, if it makes sense and the vibe is right, I'm down. Here we are today. I love it. Who knew that Pitbull like had a country music guy in the back of his exactly. the back of his bus? I love that. Yeah. So you guys meet. Was there any apprehension at all? I mean, you guys obviously were both really wanting to do music. You, you know, Leo, were already very much involved in that scene. And then being in Nashville, obviously you're trying to get into that scene. You're at Whiskey Jam. I mean, when you're at Whiskey Jam, you're ready exactly. to jam. So yeah. was there any apprehension when you guys first met or was it like instant like vibe? When we first met, it was instant click. Like yes. we both, we both had said, we if it wouldn't have worked, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. We know that. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we we got on the road together the first time. We pulled out the same cologne. We were like, do we just become best friends? <laughs> Are we gonna go do what is that that scene from Step Brothers? Are we gonna go do karate in the garage? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just, yeah. everything started clicking really fast. We realized we had like kind of the same music taste and interest. And it was really broad, and we're both yeah. just like laid back, really. I guess humble people. We don't. We've never had an argument over who's singing what or whose idea yeah. was what or anything. Yeah. It's just like yeah, everything just flows. It's yeah. just easy flowing. I know. I love it. And I think that's one of the reasons I gravitate t towards you guys so much when I listen to music, you know, on my own, 
is because I can tell that there's such that camaraderie. It reminds me a lot of the camaraderie of Brooks and Dunn that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to sing in a certain part. You don't have to sing in a certain part. It's just about what makes sense. And you guys both get that. So talk to me about creating together in the writer's room. What's kind of your creative process like together? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a lyric guy. Okay. He's a genius. Yeah. He he remembers, he's a lyrical genius. He remembers so much, so much lyrics. No, it's random. I can't forget lyrics. I I remember lyrics and I don't wish I remembered sometimes, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's more my strong suit. Leo helps correct me on melodies. I'm the melody guy. And and he also can do all the, the, you know, the computer stuff and the tracks and building, building demos and all that. So between, his musical ability and melodies and and this genius here like you know it's a it's a great combo yeah it's a neon union it's crazy (laughs) see i I think we need to be a thruple because you knew what question i was going to ask next why the name i mean i love that it's you know when i think of neon union i'm like did y'all meet at a bar under a neon light like what like that's kind of where my head went but Naming a, a duo can be hard because you you both want to kind of have some ownership in it. So talk to me about naming your your duo. Yeah, I think so. We were like throwing around some ideas, and you know, people here recently have been saying, "Hey, is Neon Union? Is that about you guys like being black and white yeah. coming together?" We're like, "Well, I guess it could be," but we actually were thinking about it from a broader standpoint of just everyone. You know, yeah. your blue collar crowd, your bar crowd, your party crowd, your everybody's welcome show up we like to say show up show your true colors be who you are and have a good time and everybody's welcome and join the neon union be part of it with us so i love that you should put that on a shirt and i will proudly wear it everywhere i go i love that i love that so when i was listening to your music again right before this i am getting a little bit of r&b a little bit of hip-hop, and a lot of twang. So if you guys were to describe your music to a new listener, how would you guys describe your music? Well, definitely different. I mean, well, first of all, being a duo, a lot of times you hear only one voice, and we're going true duo. So, like, I sing, then Leo sings, and then we sing harmony on each other. Sometimes we flip-flop the harmonies, and so we wanted each other to have a full voice, and then... Just where I guess where we're com- where we're from comes out in all our songs, yeah. you know, it's like, like our a new classic country sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, somewhere between Faith Hill and Megadeth. <laughs> I say that because uh, Dan Huff's been helping produce, and he told us he produced both Faith Hill and Megadeth at the same time. Once. <laughs> well, that's like me. I grew up on Guns N' Roses. Uh, and Prince, and how I ever, ever found Little Texas, my parents will never know. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I love that we all just kind of have a wide range of, uh, of influences there. But I got to ask you, you're working with one of my favorite people, someone that I fell in love with very early when I was maybe like 10, Mr. J. DeMarcus. So oh, yeah. first of all, what is your favorite Rascal Flat song? We're going to start off with that. Oh, my gosh. For me, uh, what's hurts the most? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Which that was Jeffrey Steele. We yeah, actually exactly. played with him this morning. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, man, that is a tough question for me. Um, that that's a big one in my mind. Um, I like Ellsworth, Kansas. It's a deep oh. cut. Oh yeah, you showed me that. Uh, I was telling Leo the yeah, other day. It's it's about Alzheimer's and stuff or dementia or whatever. And it's 
It's a really good song. Yeah. Yes, mine is Stand. So if you cared to know, that that's my yeah, favorite. Good one. I lo- but talk to me about working with Jay and you know some of that mentorship that he's been able to give you guys with what two almost three decades in the business now. Yeah, well, you got an artist that's helping lead you. So he doesn't he- even talk to us. Like, Jay no, <laughs> <laughs> we love Jay. Jay's he's yeah, it's our brother. Man. He's amazing. He, he's a phone call away, and, and having somebody like I said who what is an artist. Uh, and has been very successful. He can obviously answer a lot of questions that we may have and guide us in the right direction. And yeah. honestly, just be there for us. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the label has a very tight niche team. We all feel like family and right. everybody here works together. And it's just awesome. It's He cares about us. Yeah. 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 Having an artist that's running that things, it's somebody who has seen the perspective from our side. So. Yeah. It can definitely cater to us a little more that way. No, I love it. So let's chat about the song that I love love right now, About Damn Time. What was the creative process? I feel like that song is so unique, and I really feel like it's going to be a staple for you guys uh, with your career. Talk to me about that song a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we knew that it was going to be kicking down the door. We wanted to come out and say, make a statement. Like, here we are. We're yeah. different. It sounds different. Sounds different. This is who we are. We're a party. You know, uh, the song is all about a blanket of all the people that are included with us. Like, come on, let's go. All the yeah. country folk, let's let's have some fun. Yeah. Um, we try to, yeah, we try to be different. You know, every that's that sound. The country sound is a lot of similarity going right now. And then, yeah. you know, going on. we try to stand out just a little bit. Not just the way we look, but the way we sound as well. Yeah. You know? All about the song first. So that song was a very good way for us to kick the door down, I think. I agree. I agree. So I see you have some tour dates. I'm crossing my fingers that I can scoot my way out to one of those. But talk to me about your live show. I feel like a live show for a duo can be either really, really great or it's kind of like who's leading who. So talk to me about the decision behind uh, your live shows and how you guys kind of produce that. You got to go to the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we uh, a we, lot of energy. Well, first of all, we like to say there is no stress that goes into a Neon Union show. Uh, we sometimes we roll without a set list. Sometimes, yeah, we you just never know. We like to have a lot of fun. We'll talk off the cuffs. Yeah, we like to read the crowd, feel the crowd. Yeah, yeah. and it's just always fun for us. I mean, it's we're going to be up there laughing, uh, having a good time. We we like to bump shoulders and run into each other, get a little mosh pit action yeah. going on stage. And sometimes he tries to kick yeah, these I, cans of beer over my head. Like, yeah, field goal <laughs> kick. Oh, yeah, all the time. Got to do it. I yeah, love you know, it. You'll probably see me trip over a, a cable. cable coming off the drum riser or something. You just never know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is incredible. But to wrap things up here, what goal do you guys have for yourself, for your career? Or if we're not quite there yet, what's the goal for the rest of 2023? Oh, my gosh. Just one foot in front of the other. I mean, uh, I said it earlier today. I, we, we talk about it sometimes. Uh, there's no such thing as making it in this business. You got to make it a career. You know, it's like because there's too many people that think, oh, I've made it, I'm where I need to be, or I've done this. And, you know, we have things we can be proud of that we've accomplished, but there's it's always a career. It's a long, long Sorry. way to go. You say it best. Yeah, short steps, long vision. Yeah. yeah. Can I put that, like, I'm going to paint that on my wall. I love that. Okay, it's settled. I'm coming to a show. We're flying out. We're bringing the whole. I come from a massive family, and we caravan everywhere, so I hope you're ready for, like, 50 
highly intoxicated Coors Light <laughs> Chicagoans. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, thank you so much. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And I'm actually Chicago-based, so I always say, come to Chicago. We have so many country fans up here. We would love, love, love to have you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for your time for us, too. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Really appreciate it. Thank Are you, you so kidding? Much. Just watch out for all that snow ahead of y'all's way. Y'all got a little bit coming, right? Just a little, little Yeah, series. luckily I'm flying down to Nashville tomorrow, so I'm going to okay. be out of Dodge a little bit. But, yeah, I might come back to a foot or two and Your just cry. We're supposed to go to Wisconsin tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, thank you guys, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Right, we'll awesome. Yes, right. of course. We'll see you there. Right. I'll be front row. Awesome. Right. Bye, guys. Before I log off, I have to give another shout out to Bobby Dixon, whose new Country Confidential episode is out. It's titled Young Country and features incredible artists like Jackson Dean, Noah Hicks, Carter Faith, and Dylan Marlowe. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.